Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. So Cal's Country Station, 95.1 K-Frog. I'm Pepper. This is Spirit of the IE. Hops and Spokes Brewing Company in Yukaiba will host its third charity poker ride one week from today on Sunday, March 19th. Proceeds from this event will go to Pond Digger Ranch Wildlife Rescue in Cherry Valley. Here to tell us more are Adam and Kristen Tissot, owners of Hops and Spokes Brewing Company. And on the line is Leslie Triplett, president and licensed rehabber for Pond Digger Ranch Wildlife. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So, Leslie, we're going to start with you. What's the purpose of Pond Digger Wildlife? We help rescue wild, injured, and orphaned animals that need rehabilitation to get back into the wild where they belong. And what kind of wildlife do you support? We do all kinds of things. We do raccoons, possums, skunks. We've done deer. We've done all kinds of birds like hawks and owls and eagles and rabbits and little birds like blue jays and mockingbirds and just all kinds of different stuff. We really do a broad variety of critters. And what's the difference between what you do and what animal control does? Most animal controls in this area do not work with wild animals. So if you call animal control and say, hey, I've got, you know, a skunk or whatever in my yard, they might come and pick it up, but they will euthanize it. However, since we've been doing this for the last 20 years or whatever, we've gotten in with a lot of the local animal controls. And so if it's something that they know that can be rehabbed or rescued in some way, they'll call us and connect us with that animal. They'll either drop it off to us or, you know, we meet them somewhere and pick it up or we go to animal control and grab it. So they don't do anything with wild animals other than euthanization unless they have another option. How did you get involved with this? Well, when I was a little kid, like in junior high, I got my very first orphan possum and it it just kind of blossomed from there. I started working at a pet shop when I was in my teens and they did a lot of wildlife rehab then at that point in time. That was Daryl's pet shop in Redlands. It was there for a long time and they trained me how to do it. So I've been doing it under them for a long time. Candy Kanzler and Kay Lapham, they were my mentors through it. Candy still is my mentor to this day, all the way from back then. Have you ever been sprayed by a skunk? No, I do get that question a lot. So with most of the animals that we work with, I try to be quiet with them. I don't talk to them that much. We don't spend any time with them. You know, we try to put them together with other animals that they're the same as so they can have buddies. But when it comes to the skunks, I always talk to them constantly so they get to know my voice when I'm 
from the point when I'm bottle feeding them on up and I just talk to them so they get to know me. And at first they can't see well. Skunks don't see well at all. That's why they get hit so often. So they get to know my voice. So you can see when I come into the room, they'll get all flared up and they'll start to lift their tail. And I start talking to them. They're like, oh, you're the food dude. Okay, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'll, you're all right. You can be in here and I won't spray you. So I haven't been sprayed so far, knock on wood. Like you said, you started with baby possums. How cute are all those babies? They're super cute, but we do make a concerted effort not to spend time with them because we don't want them getting humanized so that once they get released to the wild, they're not looking to humans for food. Because, of course, you know, they're everywhere. They're in your backyard, even though you don't know it. You know, maybe you don't, you're not getting outside at night when they're out there, but there's possums and skunks and raccoons and all kinds of stuff running through people's yards all the time. So we don't want them feeling like people are the place to go for food. We want them to survive on their own without people. So we try not to spend any time with them that we don't have to. Once you've rehabilitated an animal, what do you do with them once they're recovered? They go as close as possible back to the spot where they came from. I mean, I've literally been able to turn stuff back to the exact spot where it came from most of the time. Sometimes, like if it comes from a schoolyard or something like that, where I can't really put it back there, like I'm not going to put skunks and raccoons back at elementary schools. You know, it's just dangerous. So we have to put them somewhere close to where they came from that, you know, got food and water available for them. And so we just do our best to get them back to where they're supposed to be. And how long do you usually have these animals for? That can vary. Some little birds that are orphaned, we might only have for a couple months. If it's an injury, sometimes it takes a little longer for an injury to heal, just like on a person. But things like raccoons, we have typically for about eight months. So it's quite a long time for some of them. What's the coolest thing you've rehabbed? We have had the privilege of rehabbing a couple of golden eagles. And those were definitely pretty amazing animals to work with. Although I really do like kestrels. American kestrels are probably one of my favorite birds to do. And, of course, we've done some bobcats, and bobcats are pretty wicked cool, too. I like them a lot. What's it like to feed these animals? So some of them, like when we get them when they're babies, we're bottle feeding baby raccoons with little nursers. And so it's super fun and gratifying, and I totally love it. It's just an amazing experience to be able to feed these guys and then get them to the point where they're eating on their own and they're learning the types of stuff they're going to go eat out in the wild and then watching them take off. It's a pretty gratifying experience all the way around. And what do they eat? So they eat all different things, but we try to emulate their diet that they might get in the wild. So like I got raccoons in once that were from the mountains. So those guys had to be trained to eat things like quail eggs and of course mice and rats and things like that. Because raccoons and skunks and possums, they'll all eat mice and rats. They're really good to have around your house actually, because they keep down all those vermin like that. And then, of course, hawks and owls will eat mice and rats and quail and things. So they all eat different stuff. Bobcats, we feed them whole chickens when we get them in. So you're feeding them, you're rehabilitating them. Where does your funding come from? So up until the last couple of years, all the funding came out of our own pocket. We paid for everything ourselves. A couple of years ago, we got our nonprofit status. And so since then, we've had quite a few people helping out. And plus, we do several fundraisers a year. And then sometimes we luck into things like Hops and Spokes does an annual poker run charity event. And we were at one point the recipient of their funds from that fundraiser. But we also do every year we in November, we do our own art in the arena where we raise money for our wildlife 
we make stuff and you know paint things and stuff like that and we sell it at that we're not funded by the government or anything people always think that because we're a nonprofit and we're doing wildlife rescue and it's for fish and game that they give us money but they don't we have to come up with the money all on our own do you get a sense that the animals are grateful for your help <laughs> no they're not grateful <laughs> they don't like us they don't care for us there's no like disney moment there's no tip of the wing as the birds are flying away there's no like them looking over the shoulder no they're just done with us they're ready to be away from us and they just go as fast as they can to get away from us sometimes we get a bite as a going away present. That's about it. You're located in Cherry Valley near where the Apple Fire and El Dorado Fire were. Did you get burned animals from the fires? We did. We got bobcats. We got foxes. I didn't get any small birds or anything like that, but the bobcat that we got was actually an adult. And it took a couple days for us to trap it. The Wildlands Conservancy up there helped us trap it because the cat was so thin, it didn't set off the trap. So they had to actually stand there, wait for it to go in and pull a string to get the trap door to close. So when they finally got it, they called us and said, okay, we got it in trap. And Eric's like, you're about to go pick up an adult bobcat. How are you going to treat this animal? And I said, I'm not really sure yet. I've been thinking about it, but we're going to figure it out. I'm not really sure yet because it's dangerous. I mean, they have, you know, like three inch claws and they can reach like 24 inches. So not really, but it seems like that when they're threatening you as you're trying to fix their burned pads on their feet. So it's it's mm-hmm. pretty interesting experience, that's for sure. But she did good. We turned her back loose. She was not happy, but <sighs> she was happy once she was free again. <laughs> Do you have any favorite stories from working with wildlife? One of the funniest stories, I used to live across the street from my mom and her windows of her living room looked onto the windows of our living room. And we had a um, a little baby um, screech owl, which is only maybe about four inches tall when they're small. They're super small little guys. And he escaped from where we were keeping him, and he got out. And I said, I couldn't, we couldn't find him. We looked for a while. And I was like, all right, so we'll just wait till dark, and then we'll get some flashlights, and we'll shine the lights around, and when we see his eyes shine, because he'll look at the lights and we'll be able to see him by when the flashlight reflects off his eyes, we'll be able to find him in the house, no problem. So my mom is across the street and sees these flashlights going through the house. So she calls and I answer the phone and she said, uh, what's going on over there? I said, oh, we're just looking for an owl that got out. And she's like, oh, okay, I was just checking. I want to make sure it was you guys. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, my mom just thinks it's totally normal for me to have a loose owl in my house. It was so funny. <laughs> we laughed about that for a long time. Is there any licensing or training required in order to do what you do? Yes, we are licensed by Fish and Wildlife. And then we have to take classes and you have to be trained under another rehabber for a number of years. And then you have to take annual classes after that to keep up with your education to maintain your license. And how do you find out about the animals in need? As I mentioned before, animal control contacts us a lot. We work with about five different animal controls like Redlands, San Bernardino, Riverside, Banning, Beaumont. We work with a lot of different animal control agencies. Plus, Fish and Wildlife actually brings up and drops it off. And then my number is just out there. I mean, it's everywhere online social media everywhere. And so just people out of the blue are just calling us and saying, hey, I found this bird. Hey, I found this baby raccoon. You know, hey, I found some skunks that have no mom. I, it, it's just everywhere. I get them from all over the place. 
And what areas do you serve? So we mostly do the Inland Empire. We have a huge network of people that we work with. So if somebody were to call us that's in a different area, like the Coachella Valley or, you know, Los Angeles, or I had somebody call from Northern California the other day that had a baby squirrel, and we can refer them to somebody local to their area to help them get that animal to somebody that can help them. And how can someone start doing what you do? If somebody's interested in doing something like this, they can connect with a local rehabber that's been licensed for at least five years, and those people can mentor them. And then they can get trained through Fish and Wildlife, or there's a couple different organizations like California Council of Wildlife Rehabilitation, and they do classes every year. And so then you take the classes, and then Fish and Wildlife comes and inspects your housing to make sure you're, you're all up to code on everything, and, and then you can start doing it. And how can people help your facility? We do have a website that people can donate to, and if it's $5 or more, they do get a tax-deductible receipt, so that's always good for them. It's like a twofer, good for them, good for us. So they can go there and donate money if they want. And if someone comes across an injured animal, what steps should they take? The first thing is if they can contain it because I get calls all the time and I can't even tell you how many calls I've gotten where I've gone out and the animal's just gone so if they can contain it and then they can keep it in something where it's safe and warm even if it's a 70 or 80 degree day that's still pretty cold for a baby bird or you know a baby mammal like a bobcat or a baby skunk or something they still need a heating pad even if it's that warm of day because their natural body temperature is a little over 100 degrees. So 80 is still pretty chilly for them without the mom or the rest of their nest mates or litter mates to keep them warm. So they just keep them contained, keep them warm, keep them in a dark spot, and then call their local rehab, which if I'm their local rehab, they would call me. And if they're somewhere else, then I can help them find somebody that would be able to help them. I'm speaking with Leslie Triplett, president of and licensed rehabber for Pondigger Ranch Wildlife, and Adam and Kristen Tussaud, owners of Hobson Spokes, who are putting on a charity poker ride for Pondigger Wildlife. Kristen, can you tell us a little bit about your brewery? Yes. So we opened our, our brewery in August of 2020, right during the pandemic. We operated ourselves. My husband, Adam, brews all the beer and I run the front of house. We're a bicycle themed brewery. So everything from the decor to our beer names is all bicycle themed. We have 15 core beers on tap, including two hard seltzers. We also make our own root beer and we do seasonal releases. Our cranberry double hazy IPA and our blackberry wheat are two of our most popular beers. We love doing events, including this poker ride that we're talking about and helping out our community. I grew up in Yukaipa. Adam and I have lived there since we've been married. So we really like to give back. Our goal is to make it more, more than about beer. So we try to kind of be the cheers bar where everybody remembers your name and you just feel like you're at home. We have food trucks and live music every weekend. We have food trucks every night of the week. And we just love to have a good time and and make it more than about really great craft beer. Why beer and bicycles? We really felt like beer and bicycles just go together. Not only does Adam love brewing beer, he's also an avid cyclist and mountain biker. So that's how the idea was born. But everybody has a connection to 
bicycles in some way. So it kind of evokes like a, a childhood memory in a lot of people. And it just it brings everybody together, even if it's not something that you do every day. One week from today, you're hosting a poker ride to raise money for Pondinger Wildlife Rehab. What's a poker ride and how does it work? So it works just like a poker run, but we require everybody to ride a bicycle of some kind, whether it's a unicycle or an e-bike, anything goes. Everybody will meet at the brewery and then leave and go to a series of six spots within the city. We have volunteers that man each spot. When they arrive, they get a card. And then upon completion of the route, which is about five miles, Whichever hand is the best will win a really great prize. What prize is that? It's two stagecoach tickets. Mm. And how was Pond Digger Wildlife Rehab selected as the recipient of these funds? So we asked our customers to nominate four local charities. We selected Smiles for Seniors, which helps senior citizens, Guardian Angel Pet Rescue, Carol's Kitchen, and the Pond Digger Ranch. We then had our customers vote for the entire month of January. Every time they bought a beer, they got a vote. And that's how the Pond Digger was selected. This is the third poker ride you've done. Tell us about the first two. So last year in August, we celebrated our second year anniversary. And that was our first poker ride. We raised money for the Ukaipa High Mountain Bike Team. They're not funded like other sports, so they require additional fundraisers. We had 69 riders that time. We gave away a Yeti filled with our beer. It was a really good time. So we decided to do it again at uh, Thanksgiving time. We worked with Family Promise of Ukaipa Calamesa. We had 144 riders, uh, and we were able to feed 144 Thanksgiving meals. So this time we're hoping to get even more than 144 riders. Does someone need to be a professional cyclist to participate in this poker ride? Not at all. So the last ride, I actually rode it myself. I, unlike Adam, I am not a cyclist. I'm not even very much in shape. So I proved to everybody, if I can do it, you can do it. E-bikes are welcome. Kids are welcome. Beach cruisers can do it. You can do it. It's a lot of fun. How much does it cost to enter? The entry starts at $30, and that includes lunch, a beer, your donation to the wildlife rescue, and, of course, a chance to win the grand prize. And then we have options, $40, $50, and $60, to give additional donations to the non-winning charities, and those include additional chances to win the prize. So you don't necessarily have to ride the route more than one time, but each time you stop at a stop, you get an additional hand chance to win the prize. How can someone sign up to join? So you can visit our tap room. We're at the corner of 5th Street and Yukaipa Boulevard in Yukaipa. Uh, you can call us to register, or you can visit Eventbrite and search for Hops and Spokes Poker Ride and register that way. And will you take signups the day of? We will, but it'll cost $5 more. So we really encourage everybody to sign up ahead. And if someone doesn't want to ride, but still wants to donate, how can they do that? We would encourage you to come to our event the day of. Uh, the awards ceremony and presentation of the funds will be at 3.30 that day. And you can donate then, or you can call us and we can take donations as well. This is happening one week from today on Sunday, March 19th. What time does this all get started and what other specifics do we need to know? So riders will need to arrive between noon and 1.30 to the brewery to get their packet and their map 
and then they'll head off on the route. Everybody needs to be back by 3.30 when we'll have the awards ceremony and presentation of the funds. I did want to add that if kids would like to join, uh, we're offering a $15 registration for them. And that includes a root beer and lunch, as well as entry to a scavenger hunt. So each stop, they get to look for something, and then there'll be a prize at the end. I've been speaking with Adam and Kristen Tissot, owners of Hops and Spokes Brewing Company in Yukaipa. One week from today, they are hosting their third charity poker ride with proceeds going to Pondigger Ranch Wildlife Rescue in Cherry Valley. Is there anything else you want us to know? We just really appreciate you helping us get the word out there. Like I said, we really like to give back to our community. This is something really fun that the whole family can do together. And we just encourage everybody to join. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. And I hope you have a very successful event next weekend. Thank you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.